Okay, welcome back to Chevin Takes. Um, this episode will be Chevin Takes on Gopher football in the pros. Um, so with the upcoming NFL draft this weekend, we want to look at some of our potential players that might end up on a NFL roster. Um, so once again, I am Devin, and my lovely colleague over on the other side, I'll let him introduce himself. Um, I'm Chad. Yes. Welcome, Chad. Um, so NFL Draft coming up this weekend. This year it'll be a little different. It will actually be virtual um, with everything going on. We'll see how that plays out. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, if trades will be as common. Um, how are we going to boo Roger Goodell? I mean, really. Uh, I, mean, I don't think we're going to be able to. Yeah. He's going to be hanging out in his basement downstairs and um, – He's going he's gonna to control what happens, so I don't think we're going to get any fun booze this year, unfortunately. I actually just did see, I believe it was um, Bud Light, um, is having a hashtag where every time you use boo the commissioner, they will donate money um, to COVID relief up to $500,000. Wow. So we'll be booing uh, virtually as well on Twitter. Booing for a good cause. I love it. Yeah. Um, so before we dive deep into the potential players um, for our Gophers that might get drafted, let's talk about our historic season, really. Yeah, I mean, 11 wins, and boy, it just felt like every week, you know, we're saying, you know, maybe we maybe we m might not be able to ride this out until the end. You know, we're probably going to get a loss here, a loss there. I remember us talking before the season, going through the schedule and going, you know, maybe we can steal a win here. Um, you know, maybe we can get a, get a win here. And it just felt like all the right things were happening for this Gophers team this season. Um, again, a historic season. Um, I can't remember the last time we had a season quite like the one we had. You know, it hasn't been for a few decades um, since our glory years, I'd say. So, um, boy, it was fun to watch, and it really, it really makes you feel good about the future. Um, once again, we continue to dominate in our bowl games. Um, that's always a pleasure to see. Um, you know, I still think in the grand scheme of things, um, we've got some work to do, especially against opponents like Wisconsin. Um, we had them um, at home, you know, last game of the season, as we always do, except it will change next year. Um, that game won't be um, at the end of the season uh, after Thanksgiving, as, as it always is. Um, it'll be in the middle of the season. But, um, you know, there's – in every, in every sport with every team, you know, you just have those opponents that seem to have your number more times than not. And that's what it feels like with Wisconsin football. So um, hoping we can change that narrative this year. But um, other than that, a remarkable season. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I like what you said about how um, early, in the, early in the season or before the season, um, when we're looking at the schedule and pointing out um, wins, possible wins that we can steal, um, definite losses. And I think this year really showed us that that whole mentality should change um, for this Gopher program. 
I think that we should be thinking about what are um, wins that are in the bag, um, what are wins that we should have, and we really shouldn't um, think about any game as a definite loss um, in these upcoming years with this up-and-coming program. Um, a big highlight for me was the first college game day coming. I think that shows the direction that this program is going, um, the energy that this whole state really has around the team. Um, the mentality is really changing, and I think that starts with P.J. Fleck and the energy that he is bringing this program and bringing the whole state, honestly. Um, however, Coach isn't playing. Um, he's not out there on the field. Uh, we had some great players this season that showed up in big moments, in big games, and got us those 11 wins. So I want to start with our first player we're looking at um, on the draft board, Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, 2019, he had a phenomenal season, um, played in all 13 of our games. He had 88 tackles from that safety position, um, three sacks with seven interceptions. Um, this had him be a unanimous All-American. Um, he's the second gopher since 1962 to win this honor. Um, and he's leaving after his redshirt sophomore year. Um, this was expected. He had a lot of friends um, leaving for the draft, kind of came in with this group of guys. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he fits in the NFL. What did you think about Antoine Winfield this year? I mean, God, he had an incredible year. Um, also want to mention, you know, a finalist for the um, very impressive Bronco Nagurski um, award former gopher let's go um, but one of five and um, in those five finalists we also had Derek Brown from Auburn Chase Young um, from Ohio State and Isaiah Simmons from Clemson and now those are all players um, projected to go in the top 10 so uh, Antoine was in some great company um, with those other finalists um, that's you, you mentioned earlier he, uh, he had seven interceptions um, and three sacks. And according to Mel Kuyper, actually, he is one of six defensive backs in the last 15 seasons to intercept at least seven passes and have three sacks. So um, historic. I mean, that just shows you what kind of a year he had. Um, God, I, I loved his game. I think something we don't talk about, he was an academic all Big Ten 2019, 2018, and 2017. Um, I think – I think in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't always mean a lot. But, um, you know, when he's up against a lot of these other um, defensive backs, you, you know, strong defensive back draft for sure, safety and cornerback, I think those are the kinds of things that can sometimes make a difference when teams are in the draft room. Um, he, he's quick. He's athletic. He's a ball hawk. He can make tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Um, that was one of the things he was famous for when he was here with us. Um, you know, he's a little undersized at 5'10 um, for, you know, a safety cornerback, but he's also 205 pounds. So he's very compact. And that, to me, indicates that he'll be able to kind of wrestle with anyone back there. Um, so I'm not super concerned about the height. And I don't think that NFL scouts are either. Um, I think the biggest thing with Antoine is uh, the injuries. I haven't heard, heard that uh, talked about a lot, which is 
um, kind of reaffirming for us Gopher fans who want to see him do well and get picked high. But um, if I was an NFL team, I'd, I'd have a little bit of trepidation there. Um, he's missed a lot of games, not this past season, obviously, but, um, you know, he's missed a lot of games in the past few years. Um, and I think that that is something that um, teams could be wary of. How about you? What do you, what do you think he projects as, as a pro? Um, I think he comes from a great football family. He's been around football all of his life. I'm with his dad being Antoine Winfield, of course. The Vikings, great. Um, he brings a lot of strengths to the table, I think. I think he has a great football IQ coming from that family. He has great instincts. That was talked about all year long, about how he just knows where the ball is going to go. He will... He is capable of leaving his man, leaving his zone to go attack the ball. Um, and in the open field, he can tackle anybody out there. Um, with his smaller size, I do not worry about him being able to um, tackle or take down any of these NFL wide receivers or running backs. Um, and I love how he attacks the run. Not only um, is he great um, deep down the field as a safety, he can come up right up to the box and really tackle a running back for a huge loss, um, sack the quarterback for a big gain. He, he's really everywhere on the field, which you love to have in a safety on your squad. Um, a few things that I know are being talked about um, is that his combine um, time was great, but – um, scouts believe that he ran much faster at the combine than he shows out there on the field. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. And then with the smaller frame, he doesn't necessarily have that um, twitch, they like to call it, to be able to match up one-on-one, -on -one, maybe man-to-man -man in the slot position, um, as you might want out of your safety, bring him up um, to play man-on-man. -man. So we'll see how that plays out. I still think he's a high value pick, especially if um, teams are thinking about not taking him until that second round. Um, he's kind of all over the place on some of these mock drafts, kind of like almost everybody um, that we'll talk about today. Um, but I've seen him in the third round. I've seen him in the first round. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Personally, I would love to see him go in that last half of the first round to get on a great contending team that he can immediately impact um, and we'll, can see him in the playoffs um, either next year or in years to come. And plus, that always shows great coaching staff that can make him into the best possible player he can be. Um, so personally, I have a little prediction of where he'll go, but do you have any other thoughts before we get into a prediction? No, let's hear it. I want to hear the prediction. All right. So I think he might slip a little into the second round. I have him going 43rd overall to the Chicago Bears. Um, they need help at safety and in their entire secondary. Um, I think he can fit in a lot of different spots out there on their defense. They have a very physical defense that I think Winfield will fit right into. Um, 
And honestly, before his career ends, I can see him sneaking his way into a couple Pro Bowls um, before he calls it quits on a wonderful football career. I'm very excited for the young man. I love that. I would say um, for my prediction, um, this is both something I think that would be really good for this team um, and something that I think would be really good for Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, I predict, um, you know, and it's a little, it's a little precarious. I, I think, I think this could be maybe overvaluing a little bit and I don't know if we'll see this on draft night, but how about pick number 32 to the Kansas city chiefs? Mm-hmm. I boy love that. Um, I mean, we all know the chiefs have a historically great offensive team, um, but there are some holes they have on defense. Um, and I think he could provide some value at corner spot or at a strong safety spot as well. Um, you know, that's a team where uh, you can, I think you can afford to make some mistakes early and have those early growing pains and it might not hurt you as much as it would on another team. Um, he's also got, um, you know, an NFL legend back there in Tyron Matthew. Um, he can show him the ropes a little bit. I can't think of a better leader to help him through that first part of his career um and like you said he'd be he'd get the chance to play for a team that is right there in contention and will be there in contention every year that um Patrick Mahomes is on that squad so I love him there um I could also see um a team like the Patriots a team like the Patriots could find themselves wheeling and dealing to try and land Antoine. I think Bill Belichick's, Bill Belichick's defense, obviously, um, historic. He looks for those smart players who've got those tools. I think Antoine probably checks all of his boxes. Um, I heard in an interview with Antoine recently that the Chiefs and Patriots were both on um, his list of teams that have reached out to him. And I, I'm not shocked at all. I think he's the kind of guy that um, Bill Belichick would look for. He's always looking for secondary steals in the draft. Um, he, he loves his DBs like no other. So I could see that happening too. But um, my hope is that it's the Chiefs. Yeah, and I know with that Chiefs team um, and the safety on the other side, Tyrain Matthew gave Winfield very high praise um, and said he would love to have him um, play, play alongside him, I should say. Um, love those predictions. Would love to see him go in the first round. Um, don't remember the last gopher that went into the first round, but that would be pretty awesome. I think it was, uh, I think it was Barber. Oh yeah. I think it's not since Marion Barber. And we know how his career went. Awesome NFL career. Um, and we hope the same for Antoine. Absolutely. So moving on to our next uh, prospect, uh, let's talk about Tyler Johnson. So this kid um, coming from Minneapolis, he has improved every year in his college career. Um, This past year in 2019, he played in all 13 games, racking in 86 receptions for over 1,300 yards um, with 13 touchdowns on the season. Um, seven out of our 13 games this year, he passed 100 yards, which I think shows some consistency. I think shows um, great deal towards how his season went. 
Um, let's not to mention his best game of the season, 204 yards on 12 receptions, two touchdowns in that final bowl game against a great Auburn team. Um, I love that he improved his game every single year um, in our offense. He was first team all Big Ten this past year. My favorite moment um, from his career in the Gopher uniform was in that Penn State game after he gets that big touchdown and he tells the whole crowd, everybody on TV, whose city it is. It's his blank city. You know how that went. Um, Great moment. Um, Great kid coming from Minneapolis North. Has really made an impact on the whole um, city of Minneapolis and a lot of kids around the area. I know that. What do you think about Tyler? Yeah, I mean, like you said, amazing college career. Um, When I think of Tyler, I think of a model of consistency. I mean, every... Every Saturday, you, you knew what you were going to get from Tyler. 33 career receiving touchdowns. Um, God, big plays all over the field. Um, just someone we could always rely on. Um, someone who, you know, he was a quarterback in high school. Um, he led Minneapolis North um, uh, to state back in his senior year. Um, he had 36 touchdowns that year as a quarterback. So, um, one of the best transitions from quarterback to wide receiver that I've seen um, from high school to college. And I just think that speaks to his work ethic um, and his passion for the game. And so I'm excited to see him at the next level. How do you think he translates into the pros? Um, I see him being a great third wide receiver for basically any team. Um, we both have seen that slant route of his is absolutely money. Um, he can, he was able to beat anybody in college football on that slant route, um, one-on-one at least. Um, he had crazy elite moments of high-pointing the ball. Um, he can go up there, make big catches in elite moments. Um, we talked about consistency a little bit, um, how, what we knew we would get every time he went on the field. And every time he went on the field, we did know that we would get a drop or two out of him. Um, So those drops might be a concern um, on the next level um, to just being in that right state of mind throughout all minutes of the game. Um, And that long speed, um, that breakout speed, getting into that secondary um, and really blowing past people, we'll see how that plays out in the NFL. But I think – I want him to go in day two in that uh, second, third round or so. Um, I think he will be an absolute steal for a team in this very stacked wide receiver class. Um, But I think he could start his career as a great third wide receiver um, for any team and make his way up to a second wide receiver um, and then just play it from there. Yeah, I – I agree. I think, I think he probably tops out at a um, third receiver on every team. Um, I mean, he can, he can make contested catches like no other I've seen in a Gophers uniform. Um, he's not afraid to go up and get it. You know, he's 6'2", 205. He's big, strong, physical. Um, I think he tracks the ball really well, too. 
Um, he, he runs good routes. Drops have been a problem and probably will be a problem at the next level. Um, but he knows how to run his routes, um, and he's always consistent there. Um, you know, he's a playmaker, and that is something that I think can be valued really high at the next level. Um, like you said, I think that breakaway speed is something that um, might cost him, and that's probably why he's slipping a bit in the, in the mock drafts. You know, he didn't really get a chance to prove that um, in the combine because he didn't run. Um, he's not super elusive either. I mean, he runs his routes really well, but he doesn't really shake off his defenders. Um, luckily for him, then, he can usually make those contested catches. Um, so, you know, I think he has a lot of good traits. Um, I, think, I think skills like uh, catching the ball is something he can definitely work on at the next level and maybe reduce some of that a little bit. Um, but there's a lot of things he has to do in order to – kind of negate that lack of speed um, that he has, especially, um, especially that next level speed. Um, bold predictions on where he might go. Yeah, I think this player has um, the most variety of places that he could go um, with this crazy deep wide receiver class. Um, I believe CBS Sports has him as the 11th wide receiver on their draft board um but I think all of these wide receivers are so close that we could see him going anywhere from the third round to the sixth round to be honest um but with my prediction I have him going right at the end of the third round at 104 to the LA Rams um I believe he can be a great third um, option behind Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Um, young quarterback in Goff um, can get him the ball. I think he can really thrive in that Sean McVay offense. Um, I like their coaching staff a lot. Um, and I just think that he can impact the Rams in a lot of ways. What about you? I, I like that pick. And, you know, actually, my prediction is pretty close to that. Okay. I think he's going to go one pick earlier than that to the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Um, I think the Eagles need, obviously the Eagles need a lot of wide out help. Um, you know, Carson Wentz uh, had to put the whole team on his back last year, frankly. And um, a lot of injuries led to um, probably not the best season for the Eagles overall. Um, but that team, that team needs more talent at that position. Um, I, I think they, um, maybe early in the draft, they shoot for more of a speed receiver, um, and then they could uh, add to that group with Tyler in the third round. You know, another red zone threat for Carson Wentz. Um, I think that red zone would be pretty unstoppable. You've already got um, Ertz, um, and you've got hopefully a healthy Alshon Jeffrey and maybe a Tyler Johnson to make some more contested catches in the end zone. So I, I love him for the Eagles there. I also like him for um, the Texans in the third round, um, 90th overall. I think um, losing DeAndre Hopkins, some injury concerns with um, Kenny Stills and Will Fuller. Kenny Stills might be on the move. Um, there's been rumors he might go to a team like Green Bay. Um, so I think they're looking for wide receiver help. Um, I think Deshaun Watson would be a great fit with a receiver like Tyler Johnson. Um, 
he's got he's not D hop by any means, but they both have kind of that I'm gonna go get this ball mentality. And I think Deshaun really appreciates that in a wide receiver. So I'd love him to go there too. Yeah. I think any quarterback would love to have um Tyler Johnson out there because you know that he will go attack your ball and go get that up and over the defenders um, no matter where you put it. Like those um, options for TJ, um, let's move on to Carter Coughlin. Let's do it. So in 2019, once again, he played in all 13 games for your Golden Gophers. Um, Had 49 tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss with four and a half sacks on the season. Two forced fumbles, which – Gave him second team all Big Ten this year. I thought he had better stats and made a bigger impact last season, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he had four forced fumbles last season. Um, once again, earning second team all Big Ten. Um, he's around 6'3", 236 pounds. Um, but with his position that he's been playing um, for our team as that edge rusher, kind of hybrid position that we have, um, I'm wondering how that translates to the NFL. Um, he might be too undersized for an NFL defensive end. He might be a little small or not quite as fast for your average um, linebacker in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see um, what position he really plays um, in the NFL and where a team likes to put him. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean um... – Again, uh, a consistent gopher, just like Tyler Johnson. Um, kind of always knew what you were going to get out of Carter Coughlin. Second team all big, um, both this year and last year. Like you said, I think he played a little bit better in 2018 um, than in 2019. Um, yeah, he's, he's a tweener. And I think um, sometimes that can be in your favor, and sometimes it, it's not. Um, I want to say that. Um, his size might not be as big of a deal as it is, except I'm a little worried about how NFL teams uh, view his speed and quickness at the next level. Um, He's not the fastest guy. He doesn't get off the edge um, like a lot of the premier edge rushers in the draft. Um, And he's, you know, he's okay in coverage. He's decent, um, but not enough to where I would be, comfortable putting him solely um in my linebacking core so I I think that tweener position is going to be a little tough for him it'll be interesting to see where he goes um I think I think the the best thing about him is he plays smart uh he has a high football IQ he always makes the right plays um and I think that bodes well for him in the future um who do you think might take a chance on him? Yeah, I think as well as um, NFL scouts believe he has one of the highest motors, um, biggest motors in this draft, um, which can go a long way. Um, if you put in your heart and soul into the game, coaches take notice. Um, I think he will be drafted. I think he will be a later draft pick, a uh, sixth or seventh round. So I have him going 220th overall to your Minnesota Vikings. Oh, 
Um, I believe that he will start out on the practice squad for a year, um, maybe two, work his way in the lineup, um, and really come in as a third down hybrid linebacker. Um, I think he will kind of maintain that hybrid position um, in his time at the NFL, um, using him in blitz packages and that kind of thing. I think he can plug up run lanes, um, and I think he could make an impact um, on your Minnesota Vikings when he really finds that um, place where he belongs on the field. And I think Mike Zimmer and that defense will help him. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I think I, I think the the places he fits more so than anything are going to be um, already strong defensive teams. I think he needs to go in um, somewhere where he can grow and kind of learn a little bit more behind um, maybe some more experienced players, if that makes sense. Um, I think we saw with Blake Cashman last year, you know, being thrust into that Jets situation right away. Probably not great for his development. I mean, he kind of got handed to the fire right away. Um, we'll see how that helps him moving forward, but um, I don't want to see the same thing for Carter Coughlin necessarily. Mm-hmm. So along the lines of a smart defensive team, a smart defensive coach, I have him going in the sixth round, 214th to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Um, I think they're always looking for smart defensive players. I think Carter um, falls under that. Um, They don't have a a huge depth at their linebacker position, so I think he could provide that. And I also think that he has a chance to be um, starting out a good special teams player too. Someone with that high motor who um, can impact special teams. Um, And I think Pete Carroll might look for something like that too. So I'd love to see him on the Seahawks. I like your Vikings pick too. I think we could use him. Um, I could also see teams like the Broncos or the Ravens too. Again, two uh, traditionally defensive teams kind of taking a flyer on him and seeing what he could develop into. Yeah. I definitely agree that um, he would benefit a lot from going to a strong defensive team um, and allowing him to gain those years um, possibly of exposure to the game and the NFL speed um, and working his way into a lineup. Um, Moving on to our last potential draftee, uh, Kamal Martin, 2019 um kind of riddled with injuries throughout the season he played in eight games uh 66 tackles one sack two interceptions on the season and two forced fumbles um another quarterback um that played in high school at burnsville um he took a different route than tyler johnson um became a linebacker instead of the wide receiver but i think some strengths for him are his tackling i think once again we saw it all around our team really last season we were a great tackling team um he has good awareness um and he can really attack the ball plug a lot of run lanes um 
and he just knows where the ball's going, kind of like Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, he's a really tough player, and he will really hit guys hard um, when he needs to. He'll, I think he can crack some jaws um, at the next level. Um, some weaknesses that I've seen in this game is just not knowing if he will be able to be on the field. Um, even if, when he did play in some in games, uh, we saw him take a lot of plays off, probably because of injury. Um, he needed to come off of the field, um, just limping out there. So the health concerns do concern me, but hopefully um, NFL teams think that he's ready to go. He wasn't able to participate in the combine um, or anything with those injuries or our um, Outback Bowl. So we'll see how that goes. And I don't think he's the most effective in coverage. Um, as a linebacker, a lot of NFL teams want their linebackers to be able to cover one-on-one. Um, so we'll see how that plays out at the next level. But what do you think about Kamal Martin from Burnsville, Minnesota? Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, tackling, obviously, um, obviously a pro for Kamal. Um, he's shown that. I mean, he was, he was still honor, honorable all Big Ten this year, um, even with those injuries. Um, so yeah, I mean he can he can make tackles in open space. Um, I think he I think he's a smart player, um, kind of like Carter. I think they both play with high football IQ. Um, I do think he struggles in coverage, um, so I don't I don't always love when he's forced into that. And I think he tends to play a bit stiff and a little bit slow, um, which is kind of kind of along the same lines as Carter Coughlin. Um, I do think he has more raw physical talent than Carter, though. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how NFL teams view him, especially when they didn't get a chance to really see him do a lot of combine work um, or a lot of play um, this past season. So um, where do you think he's going? Do you think he gets drafted? Yeah. So I do believe he gets drafted. I know some mock drafts do not have him being um, on their draft board, but I also have seen him going as early as the fifth round. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think he has a bigger upside than Carter Coughlin, um, which I think will benefit him in the draft. So I actually have him going in the sixth round, 203rd overall to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, a fun young team that actually needs help at the linebacker position. So unlike Carter Coughlin, I, who could spend a year on the practice squad, um, working his way into the lineup, I think Kamal Martin has the potential to be asked upon to play this year to make an impact on a team. Um, and the Cardinals, I think, could use a sure tackler. Um, where he can for sure be reliable on those third down um, plays to start the season, to start his career. Um, yeah, I just think a fun young team that he could impact. Um, a couple other teams that I see him um, benefiting is the Detroit Lions, um, the Eagles. Um, but we'll see how, he, um, how his weekend kind of ends up. Where do you have him going? Actually, to a team that you just mentioned. 
Um, I, I think, I think like you said, he does offer more upside, but I think the recency bias and the uh, kind of the injuries that he sustained um, over the past few years, I think will cause him to drop a little bit. Um, I've seen in a few mock drafts that he's undrafted. A few have him, like you said, as high as the fifth round. Um, I have him going in the seventh round towards the end of the draft, 226th to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, even as a seventh round draft pick, could fill a hole there for Detroit. Um, they need more defensive playmakers, frankly. Um, and I think something that might be attractive to head coach Matt Patricia is his tackling ability. Um, Patricia comes from that New England system where they pride themselves on um, tackling. And I think they could see that in Martin um, as, you know, high upside there. So I think he works well in Detroit. I agree with you. A team like the Eagles, he could also be good for. Um, And I could see a coach like Ron Rivera for the Redskins taking a chance on him too. Um, That group is looking to find defensive talent in this draft, I believe. Um, And they could get a steal, who knows, in Kamal Martin uh, towards the end of the draft. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I am excited for all of these guys um, coming up this weekend. Really life-changing opportunities that are ahead of them. Um, And one thing that we never mentioned was that all four of these guys um, were born and raised um, in our state of Minnesota. Besides Antoine Winfield going to play some football in Texas for a little bit, Um, All of these guys are from our home state, made an impact on their home state, and it's just really awesome to see their hard work paying off. Um, So those aren't the only seniors that we'll miss this upcoming next season. Um, Probably the only ones that will get drafted, but um, a lot of other seniors that have the opportunity to potentially get a workout, um, be on a practice squad of an NFL team to start their careers um, playing professional football. So what other seniors will you miss, whether it's on the field, off the field, um, their personality, their style of play? What seniors will you miss next year? Well, I think the, one of the obvious ones that stands out to me is Rodney Smith. Um, I mean, he's been with the Gophers for six seasons. Didn't play two for them, redshirted for two um, due to injuries. But he has been a rock, a cornerstone of this Gophers fo- Gopher football team. Um, I think one thing you can always say about Rodney Smith is that he did his job. When he was on the field, um, he put it all out there. Uh, whether it was running the ball, catching the ball uh, towards the end of his career, he got a lot better at catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, he just kind of offered everything to this Gophers team. Um, always candid with the media. Um, always uh, a fan of his fans. You know, he really uh, took, uh, took initiative to seek out his fans and, um, you know, make sure they knew how much he appreciated their support. Um, and I think that's honorable. Um, I think of the workload that he went through here. 
Um, he, he did so much for this team, um, and he sacrificed a lot to stay here. Uh, he didn't have to stay here. He decided to stay here to continue with Coach Fleck and this program. Um, and who knows? I, I don't think he'll get drafted, um, but I could, I could easily see him making a team as an undrafted free agent. Um, a team that appreciates someone who can kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, he's good in pass protection. I think that's a really underrated part of his game. So I could see him going to a, a smart team like a Patriots or a Seahawks, um, a team that really values that kind of thing. So um, while I'm sad to see him go, I don't think his career um, as a football player is done yet. And that's something that makes me really excited for him. How about you? Who stands out to you? Yeah. Um, a guy that stands out to me is cornerback Chris Williamson. Um, both on the field and off the field, he was just always a joy to watch out there. Um, he always brought energy. He always had fun video clips of him messing with P.J. Fleck or messing with other players on the team. Um, just seems like a fun guy to have in your locker room that I think um, us as fans will miss, but the team will miss as well. Um, 2019, he actually played very well. Um, 57 tackles, two and a half sacks. Um, he had that interception. He returned for a touchdown in the first game against South Dakota State. Um, CBS actually has him as the 381st best prospect, 44th best cornerback. Um, so I think while he might not be, he more than likely won't be drafted, um, he can find his way onto um, an NFL training camp um, field. Um, excited for him, but will miss his energy um, and passion for the game that he really brings. Another guy similar to Rodney Smith that feels like he's been here forever, Shannon Brooks. Um, yeah. A lot of injury concerns throughout his career. Played only 16 games the past three seasons. Um, his best season was actually his freshman year, all the way back in 2015, um, where he had seven touchdowns. He could see some um, workouts. Um, he could get some calls after the draft, um, but we'll see kind of how his professional career shakes out. Who knows? He's dealt with so many injuries throughout his career. He might just want to call it quits at this point. Um, but that's who I have as some fun guys that I know that I will miss next year. And, and two last ones. I think um, two guys who – maybe never wowed you um, with their football tools, but had winning personalities and, um, you know, winning mentalities off the football field um, is Winston uh, De La De La and Thomas Barber. I mean, these guys were great guys for that locker room. Um, they were good role models for a lot of our younger players. For Winston, he was – last year he was an academic All-Big Ten – he had got the Big Ten Sportsmanship Award and the Tony Dungy Award. Um, so all around fantastic guy. And same with Thomas Barber. Um, he's an academic All-Big Ten winner. Um, he, uh, he got the Row the Boat Trust Award last year from um, Coach Fleck and the Gopher football team. Um, just two guys who always had smiles on their faces. Um, they represented the program very well. 
Um, and I think they'll still do things in football, maybe teaching football. Um, I think they're both um, education majors. So um, I think they have a lot of really cool things um, going for them in their next stage. Yeah. Um, I like those guys a lot too. We'll definitely miss them um, on and off the field. Uh, two more guys I want to note. Um, one guy was a gopher. One guy was actually not, um, but I'll get to that in a sec. I'll miss Sam Renner on that defensive line. I think um, he made some huge plays last year um, in some big moments. He had 43 tackles, which very similar to Carter Coughlin, eight and a half tackles for loss and five sacks on the season. Um, so he's not getting much love on the draft boards, but I think he has some tools in his pocket that he can show some teams um, when he has that opportunity. So we'll see how um, that plays out for him. But another guy that I just want to mention, Ben Barch out of St. John's. He is the 98th um, best prospect, according to CBS, which puts him right ahead of Jalen Hurts. So for a D3 player from Minnesota um, to be mentioned um, before Jalen Hurts, pretty cool to me, pretty impressive to me. Um, once again, a D3 offensive lineman coming out of St. John's. Um, it'll be cool to see how his NFL career um, winds up coming from a D3 program um, up in St. Cloud. So some cool moments. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this weekend, but um, anything you want to say in conclusion? No, I mean, I, I, um, I think the future is bright for a lot of these guys. Um, I'm hoping the best for all of them. Um, I think a few of them have a chance to be really, really quality NFL players at the next level. Um, and in the case of someone like Antoine Winfield, potentially a perennial Pro Bowl player. I think he has that. I think that could be his ceiling. And um, I'm excited to see uh, what he can do. Uh, frankly, I think a lot of teams are sleeping on Tyler Johnson. Um, He's not a perfect wide receiver by any means, but I think whenever someone has the, the school records and accolades that he's collected over his time here, um, I think um, it's smart for teams not to overlook that. Um, a lot of, I think a lot of teams will look at the Jerry Judys or the Henry Ruggs or the Justin Jeffersons and look at those um, you know, fast 40 times um, and all those highlights. And I think they might just miss out on um, someone who's going to be a very productive, uh, hardworking receiver in the NFL. So just a quick shout out to those two guys. Um, and for all the others who um, will probably get drafted in the later rounds or might make a team undrafted, I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, totally agree with you on those thoughts and your analysis throughout the whole segment. Um, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the draft this weekend with four potential gophers getting drafted. Um, I think it'll bode well for the entirety of this program um, for future recruits to see those gophers coming off the board. Um, and just, we have those gophers in the pros segments um, during football games. And I just think that, in years to come, we are going to have so many options for those. Um, and it'll be really fun to see 
um, how all of these different gophers are impacting the NFL game. Um, I'm already looking ahead to next year's draft. I think Rashad Bateman, um, if he does leave early and declare for the NFL draft, can be a potential top 10, top 20 pick in next year's draft. Um, I'm very excited to see how that shakes out. Very excited for this upcoming season. Um, With all of these Gophers leaving, I think we still have a great core um, team um, in Minneapolis, and I think we are due for another great season building upon last year's. I agree. Um, I'm excited to see what we can do. Um, hopefully this past year was a sign of things to come for the Gophers. Um, and we look forward to seeing um, some of our seniors uh, get drafted this Thursday. So we'll be tuning in. Um, thank you to everyone who uh, took the opportunity to hear us talk Gopher football today. Again, this is Chevin Takes with Devin and Chad, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.